ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ما بعد we continue reading from شرح عقيده اصحاب السلف اصحاب الحديث لفضيله الشيخ الوالد العلامه الدكتور ربيع بن هادي المدخلي حفظه الله تعالى ومتعه بالصحه والعافيه وغفر له ولوالديه وللمسلمين والمسلمات امين الامام الصابوني رحمه الله تعالى in this book of عقيدة عقيدة السلف اصحاب الحديث <coughs> we started the last point when the sheikh ربيع حفظه الله تعالى he was explaining the statement that Imam al-Sabuni mentioned in this book of Aqidah that anna qawla ahli sunnah fil rajul idha suila al-iman anil iman hal anta mu'min annahu yaqul ana mu'min insha'Allah that from the Aqidah of ahli sunnah and that which ahli sunnah they say if one of them is asked about Iman, <clears throat> if a person who is upon the way of a Salaf, upon the Sunnah of the Prophet is asked, are you a believer? The answer is, yes, I am a believer, inshallah. And it is very important to understand <coughs> what he means. That is because uh, there is Ahlul Bidah, <coughs> deviant sects such as al-Murji'ah, as al-Jahmiyyah, يَمْنَعُونَ مِنَ الْإِسْتِثْنَاءِ وَيَقُولُونَ أَنَّ هَذَا الَّذِي يَسْتَتْنِي يَشُكُّ فِي إِيمَانِهِ وَلَكِنْ مُنْطَلَقَ أَهْلُ السُنَّةِ لَيْسَ هُوَ الشَّكِّ So it's very important to understand when Ahlul Sunnah the people who adhere to the way of the Salaf, adhere to the truth, to the Haqq, when, when one of them says, I am a believer, insha'Allah, if Allah wills, then he has to be understood correctly. Shaykh Ta'ala, he says in the previous class, we're reviewing right now, he says that, he says, insha'Allah, not out of doubt, as a Ahlul Bida'ah, some deviant sects like the Murji'ah and the Jahmiyyah, them they say, if a person say, I'm a believer, insha'Allah, they say, what well, this person has doubt. He don't, he's not even sure if he's a believer or not. That's how they look at it. The Murji'ah and the Jahmiyyah, they say, if a person say, I am a believer, insha'Allah, if Allah wills, then they say, this person, he's, he doesn't even have certainty in his iman. 
he has doubt because he's saying, inshallah, you should say, I am a believer. You should have certainty that you are a believer. <clears throat> but Shaykh Rabbi, when he explains that Ahlul Sunnah, when they say, I am a believer, inshallah, is not because of doubt. They believe in Allah. But they say, inshallah, because if they say, I am a believer, and that's it, then they, they give in tazkiyah for themselves. Meaning they have fulfilled iman. They have fulfilled ikhlas, taqwa, birr. If someone just say, I am a believer. Meaning he's saying that he's a mutaqi, upon taqwa, upon birr. He has ikhlas, no show off in his actions. This person who says he's a believer without saying inshallah, then he's saying that He's fulfilling every single command of Allah and staying away from every prohibitions. Where is this person? But rather when they say inshallah, meaning they say, yes, I'm a believer, but I'm not fulfilling all of what I'm supposed to do. Okay? Trying my best <coughs> to act upon the commands of Allah and to stay away from the prohibitions. But all of us have deficiencies. So when the believer, when Ahlul Sunnah, they say, one of them say, I am a believer, inshallah. By saying inshallah, that's an indication that he is not giving the iman all the rights. Okay, he's not, and who amongst us that can make such a claim that we act upon every single command of Allah and his Messenger and we stay away from every single prohibition? And we have fulfilled ikhlas completely. And we have fulfilled taqwa completely. So that's how you understand it. But Ahlul Bida' Al-Jahmiyya and Al-Murji'a Why? Because to them, Iman is a tasdiq faqat. For these deviant sects, what is Iman to them? As long as you say, La ilaha illallah. If you know, if someone acknowledges that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah, that's Iman. That's it. But with Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Al-Imanu, Qawlun, Wa'atiqad, Wa'amal, Yazid wa Yanqus, Yazid wa Ta'a wa Yanqus bil Ma'asiyah. But Ahlul Sunnah, the definition of Iman to them, as they took this from the text of the Qur'an and the narrations of the Prophet sallallahu that Iman is a statement of the tongue and conviction in the heart and actions. Righteous actions as well. And this Iman increases and decreases. The people, they're not all on the same level of Iman. No, they are not. People varies. And they varies not according to where they come from or their color, but they varies according to this. Righteous actions. Those who are obedient to Allah, the more they are obedient, the more their Iman increases. And those who are Im- whose Iman decreases, it decreases also because of disobedience to Allah. When one of us obey Allah, obey His orders, obey the orders of the Messenger of Allah, when we fulfill our obligations sincerely for Allah, the Iman increases. When you perform the prayers, establish the prayers, you're dutiful to your parents, you guard your your tongue 
from backbiting, from lying, from falsehood. You guard your eyes from looking at haram, your ears from listening to music, falsehood, lies, and the like. You guard your hands, you don't oppress anybody, you don't push any button that you have no business to push, and the like. You don't oppress others, then inshallah ta'ala your iman increase by being obedient to Allah, by doing actions of obedience. And if a people began to look at anything, say anything, do anything, be in anything, watching anything, they don't care. If it's halal or haram, they don't care. Then that, that reflects on the state of their iman. <clears throat> but Ahlul Bid'ah, he says, look, as long as you say la ilaha illallah, that's certainty, so there is no need for you to say inshallah. Because they don't do actions. And to them, actions are not part of Iman. قال فالشاهد أن قول أهل السنة في الرجل إذا سئل عن الإيمان هل أنت مؤمن أنه يقول أنا مؤمن إن شاء الله أو آمنت بالله وملائكته وكتبه أو أرجو أني مؤمن إن شاء الله إنما هو بناء على أنه ما وفى الإسلام حقه. Statement of a one person of Ahlul Sunnah, the one who ascribed to himself to the Sunnah of the Prophet, not just someone who affiliates himself with a place called Sunnah. Nah, the places doesn't make no doesn't change. Just because a person go to a place called Sunnah or Ahlul Sunnah. I mean doesn't doesn't change anything unless that person himself learned the Sunnah of the Prophet. And act upon it in his, in every matter of his life, in mainly in the belief, in the aqidah, in the creed. Then, all the actions of worship, you perform them according to the sunnah of the Prophet This person is a person of sunnah, from Ahlus Sunnah. Not like you have a T-shirt like Ahlus Sunnah that, that make you from Ahlus Sunnah. No. You learn the sunnah from its proper sources, understand it correctly, the understanding of a son of a Salih, of the Sahaba in the first place, and the Tabi'een and Atba'a Tabi'een and the great Imams of Al-Islam, and taking it from the books of the scholars who adhere to the way of the Salaf, and apply it to the best of your ability, then you're from the people of Sunnah, <clears throat> by learning the Sunnah and applying it in your life. So when one of these people who are upon the haq because they are upon the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ is asked about iman, are you a believer? He does not say yes, no doubt, 100%, I'm a believer. Now he become a tizkiyah. He's giving tizkiyah to himself and he's saying as the Shaykh mentioned, I'm 100% a Muslim, I, I, I act upon all the commands, Stay away from every single prohibition. I have sincerity, no riya. I'm a muttaqi and, 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 and. Who is that person amongst us who can really claim such thing? So that's why when one of Ahlul Sunnah says, I am a believer, inshallah. Why he say inshallah? Because he knows he's not acting upon every single command of Allah and staying away from all the prohibitions. We have deficiencies and we have shortcomings and the like. <clears throat> والمسألة الثانية الشهادة لمن كتب له بشيء مات عليه 
وهذا على العموم فيقول رحمه الله ويشهدون لمن مات على الإسلام أن عاقبته الجنة The second point that Imam al-Sabuni mentioned in, he, in, in, in this point of aqidah that Ahlul Sunnah al Jama'ah they believe that a person will be will die on what's already written for them in Allah al Mahfur. In other ways, people don't choose what they're gonna die upon. When the angel of death comes to a person, that person doesn't say to the angel of death, Oh, give me 20 minutes, I want to go in the masjid. And once I pray in the second rak'ah, in sujood, please come and take my soul. It doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. Because when the angel of death comes and is sent by Allah to take the soul, he's going to take it. Now, we know certain people, they died while they're in sujood. Uh, certain people they died while they were in jihad other people they died while they were helping others doing good actions for their families or for others there are people they died and at the night some dark place reading the Quran or making tahajjud there are people died on Monday or Thursday while they were fasting and of course there are other people died while they were listening to music People die while he was in the club. He's a Muslim, but he's still going to the club, and, and he died in there. All right? So, people died while they were stealing, cheating. Okay? So, but Ahlul Sunnah, they believe that a person will die on the state that already written for him to die. We don't know what's written for us. That's why we should adhere to that which is right. And we ask Allah firmness upon the path, His path. And we constantly ask Allah to make our end. And we make us to die on a good thing, on a righteous action. So, Al-Imam Al-Sabuni says that Ahlul Sunnah, As-Salaf, Ahlul Hadith, they bear witness that anyone who died upon Islam, his place, his dwelling place will be Jannah. عاقبته الجنة يعني من مات على الإسلام ولو كان من الفساق ومن العصات عاقبته الجنة شيخ ربيع said this statement he means whoever dies upon Islam even if that person was, was, was disobedient to Allah he was from the sinful those who used to wrong themselves by acting upon sins and by disobeying Allah, whether by neglecting certain obligations or falling into certain prohibitions, that of course doesn't take them out of Islam. Some sins remove person out of Islam because this person dies in, on Islam. They die upon Islam, but they were sinful. They have sins. That person will end, end up in the Jannah. <clears throat> Anyone who died upon Islam will end up in the Jannah, will end up in the Jannah. ثُمَّ إِنْ كَانَ مُسْتَكْمِلَ الْإِيمَانِ وَيَسْتَحِقُّ مَا وَعَدَ اللَّهُ بِهِ الْمُتَّقِينَ وَقَامَ بِالْأَعْمَالِ الصَّالِحَةِ وَالْعَقَائِدَ الصَّادِقَةِ إِلَىٰ آخِرِهِ فَهَذَا يَسْتَحِقُّ دُخُولَ الْجَنَّةِ رَأْسًا 
So look now, the Sheikh bring in the people of the Jannah. Not all the people are going to enter the Jannah at once. I said the gates will open. All right, every Muslim who died upon Islam enter. First of all, certain people they will enter the Jannah from different gates. Certain people will enter the Jannah before others. And there are those who will enter the Jannah after they go to the hellfire for a while. Only Allah knows how long. But here the Prophet, the, the Sheikh, Hafidahullah, Sheikh Rabia, he says, there are certain people who, they complete Iman. They were serious. They study. Uh, this is how, that's what makes the difference, Ikhwan. It's not the color, what country you come from, how much money you have. You cannot buy a spot in the Jannah. You just can't. These are people who are serious. They constantly put in their mind, why I'm here? Why I'm here? Why I'm created? Why I'm on earth? I need to make it. I'm going to die. And there is only two destinations after death. After the death resurrection, there is Jannah and the Hellfire. There is no between. This earth will not going to be available for anyone. Those who don't find themselves in the Jannah, they will find themselves with no doubt in the hellfire. So if we continue, if we constantly remember this reality, then inshallah, that's all we need. These reminders. Constantly look at yourself, who you are, where you come from, why you're here in this life. You're not just here to do whatever you want to do and keep ripping and running and do whatever you want to do, say whatever you want to say, go wherever you want to go. No, you're, you're a servant of Allah. And you're created for a reason, for a purpose, to worship Allah. And you know you're going to die, and it's not dead. Like other misguided people, it's like once you die, that's it, that's the end of your life. Now we're going to hear of you. No, we believe that we're going to actually, that's the real life we're about to, to, to start. We're going to be resurrected, and we're going we're gonna to all stand in front of Allah. And what's going to decide which side we're going to be in? Those who are happy or those who are miserable, those who are in the Jannah or in the Hellfire, once again, actions. <clears throat> That's why the Sheikh said, those who in this life, they were serious and they established the deen of Allah. They're, they have sound creed. They were strong in their iman, their belief. And therefore they act upon what Allah commanded them to do to the best of their abilities. They stay away from the prohibitions. They were obedient to Allah, they do righteous deeds, and they become from the muttaqin, they will enter al Jannah. Straight. May Allah make us from the Mamin. Wa in kana fasiqan wa mata musarran ala danbihi, fahada tahta mashiatillah. In sha'a adhabahu wa in sha'a fa'anhu, wa adhalahu al Jannah biduni adhab. Wa in adhabahu fala buddha an yakhruja bi hukmi had tawheed, wa had al iman aladhi mata ali. Now the second type of people of the Jannah is if the person who died upon Islam, he was sinful, he, he used to wrong himself, he used to disobey Allah, this person died while they were persistent upon a sin, they didn't repent from the sin, they die upon certain sins, they are less than shirk of course because Allah does not forgive shirk. As Allah says in the Quran, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ أَنْ يُشْرَكَ بِهِ وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ Surah Al-Nisa. 
Allah does not forgive shirk, but He forgive anything else less than the shirk to whom He will, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Shaykh Rabi'ah wa ta'ala, he's mentioning this point of aqidah, that the person who died upon Islam, but they died while they were persistent upon uh, a sin, and they disobeyed Allah, they wronged themselves, then that person, on the day of judgment, they are under the Mashiach of Allah. They are under the, the will of Allah. If a person die upon major sins, lesser than the shirk, they are under the will of Allah. What does it mean? The shaykh says, meaning, when a Muslim, somebody die upon Islam, upon Tawheed, not upon shirk, but they stand in front of Allah with sins that they didn't repent from in this, in this life. Now they are under the will of Allah. If Allah wish to forgive them, they will be forgiven and enter Al-Jannah. They don't have to go to no hellfire. But if Allah wish to punish them for their sins, they will be punished. They will spend some time. Allah knows how much that time. In the hellfire, Yahwan. In the hellfire, then they will come out. Because no one remains in the hellfire. Anyone who died upon Tawheed will come out from the hellfire if they find themselves in it. And their place will be the Jannah. <clears throat> and this is a refutation against the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila and the Sufiya as well. Because the Khawarij, if you remember the Aqeedah, who can remind me, what is the Aqeedah of the Khawarij as related to the Muslim who died upon a major sin that is less than the shirk? In this dunya? They say he's a kafir. He's a kafir in this life. That's why they kill Muslims. If you wonder why they kill Muslims in a masajid and this, <laughs> you have no beard and you pray in Asa, they kill him. Why he kill him? Kafir. Why? He has no beard. Isbel, kafir. And many things. Okay? A'udhu <clears throat> Billah. Or he's not on what they are upon. He's a kafir to them. He died. Even he says, La ilaha illallah. Muhammad Rasulullah Salat. Person is praying in a masjid. Kill them anyway. This is the aqidah of the khawarij. Wal'iyadu Billah. So in this life, they consider that person is a kafir. And in the hereafter? Hmm? They say that he is in the hellfire forever. But Ahlul Sunnah, no. Ahlul Sunnah, they say, if a person die upon Islam and meet Allah with major sins that are less than shirk, that person is under the will of Allah. If Allah wish to forgive them, they are forgiven. They go to the Jannah, even though they have sins. But if Allah wants to punish them, they will be punished, but they will not be forever because they died upon what? Tawheed. No one will, in, will be in the, in the hellfire forever if they die upon Tawheed. The Mu'tazila, what they say? They say in this life, he's between... In, this, in the hereafter, they agree with the Khawarij. They agree with the Khawarij. They says that that person who died upon a major sin, he's in the hellfire forever, going against the texts in the Qur'an and in the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah and thus opposing the sound creed of a Salaf.
That was the Sahaba, Allah alayhim, they were upon and tabi'een, tabi'een, and the great Imams of Islam. In this life, the Mu'tazila, they differ with the Khawarij. They say, that person, he's not a believer and he's not a disbeliever. Who is he? They say he's between. <coughs> between, do they have an ayah that says that? Allah says, فَمِنْكُمْ مُؤْمِنْ وَمِنْكُمْ there is those who believers amongst you and disbelievers. Allah didn't say the ulama they says when they refute the Mu'tazila, they says Allah didn't say, and there is those who are between. <clears throat> and then you have the Sufiya, the Murjiya, and the like. What they say? They say that the person who who die upon Islam will enter Al Jannah. That's it. That's because the Iman to them. It doesn't increase, doesn't decrease. Just anyone who died acknowledging and saying, some they say just by acknowledging in your heart. Others from them they say, now you say it with your tongue, La ilaha illallah, you're in the Jannah. They don't have this, okay, like some of the Muslims, they will end up in a hellfire for a while because of their sins. They don't, no, they said all Muslims will enter a Jannah. So this is a refutation against Ahlul Bid'ah wal Batil. <clears throat> and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we praise Him for saving us from being on any of those uh, deviant paths. وَلِذَلِكَ قَالَ قَالَ الْإِمَامُ السَّابُونِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ عَاقِبَتُهُ الْجَنَّةِ جَاءَ بِكَلِمَةَ عَاقِبَةُ وَمَعْنَاءَ أَنَّهُ قَدْ يُعَذَّبُ فَإِذَا مَاتَ مُصِرًا عَلَى دَنْبِ فَإِنَّهُ فِي النِّهَايَةِ the Shaykh said, that's why Al-Imam Al-Sabuni, he carefully chose this, use this term, عَاقِبَتُهُ He will end up. So when you say, he will end up, what does it mean? Hmm? If someone said, he will end up, he will end up there, meaning what? Huh? Nah. That he may go somewhere and then end up there. You see? Now he will end up there. But he may go somewhere before that. That's exactly what he says. Meaning that the person who died upon Islam, he may be punished in the hellfire, but he will be in the Jannah, inshallah, by Allah's rahmah and mercy. Remember the people they enter to the Jannah by Allah's mercy. Yeah, we have to do action, but our action can never be the price for Jannah. <clears throat> so he will enter Al-Jannah because of his Iman. Even the slightest of Iman, slightest amount of Iman, as it is clear in the narrations of the Prophet sallallahu the Shaykh says, many so many narrations. The narrations of the Shafa'a, we studied them in the previous chapter, if you remember. Now, <coughs> and, and also the, the, the ayah in Surah An-Nisa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, Allah does not forgive shirk, those who associate partners with Him in worship, but He forgives anything else, meaning the one who upon Tawheed. They upon Tawheed, but they meet Allah with sins that are less than shirk. Allah forgive that to whom he wills. 
قال الإمام الصابوني رحمه الله فإن الذين سبق القضاء عليهم أن الله من الله عفوا من الله أنهم يعذبون بالنار مدة لذنوبهم التي اكتسبوها ولم يتوبوا منها يعني ماتوا مصرين عليها فإنهم يردون أخيرا إلى الجنة إمام الصابوني says those that that is written for them in the decree of Allah, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will be punished in the hellfire, a period of time because of their sins, that they have earned in this life, and they did not repent from them. See? These are the people who, they wronged themselves by, by committing sins that they didn't repent. They died while they didn't repent in this sense. These people is written that they will be punished because of those sins. The Sheikh said, meaning they were persistent upon those sins. They didn't just do the sin and say, oh Allah, forgive me. No, they were doing a sin, constantly wronging themselves. He says, even though they may be punished in the, in the hellfire, their final place and abode will be what? The Jannah. Why? Because of the Tawheed that they are upon, because of the Iman they have. Okay? They don't, they are not, they don't have the perfect Iman, but they have Tawheed. <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah An Nisa, <coughs> that He mentioned the ayah 40 in Surah An Nisa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> إن الله لا يظلم مثقال ذرة وإن تك حسنة يضاعفها ويؤتي من لدنه أجرا عظيما Surely Allah does not wrong even of the weight of an atom or a small ant but if there is any good done by the person Allah doubles it and gives from him a great reward this is the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You do one thing, is written for you as one bad thing. If a person wrongs himself, it is written as one. You repent, Allah forgive you. For certain people, Allah exchange their evil deeds to good ones. Allah Akbar. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you do good good deed, it is ten. It is rewarded as ten, not as one. For certain people, seven hundred, certain people more than that. Allahu Akbar. قال فالذي عندهم يثقل ذر من إيمان لا بد أن يخرجه الله من النار بفضله وبرحمته ثم بشفاعات الشافعين. He says anyone who died. While they die upon Iman, even that Iman, the amount of Iman, may equal an atom of weight or a small ant. That person, because of that Iman, Allah will get him out of the, the hellfire. By Allah's mercy, out of His mercy, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is the bounty of Allah. And then by the intercession of those that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
given permission to intercede as well. وَلَا يَبْقَى أَحَدٌ فِي النَّارِ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ Imam al-Sabuni, he says, no Muslim will remain in the hellfire. Allah Akbar. Anyone who died upon Islam will not remain in the, in the, in the fire forever. خِلَافَ لِلْخَوَارِجُ الْمُعْتَزِلَ فِي زَعْمِهِمْ As the Shaykh mentioned, and this is, this is a point of aqidah of Ahl-Sunnah, but the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila, they oppose this, this, this point of aqidah, according to this wicked claim. أَنَّ مَنْ دَخَلَ النَّارَ لَا يَخْرُجُ مِنْهَا وَلَوْ كَانَ مِنْ أَهْلِ الذُّنُوبِ مِنَ الْمُوَحِدِينَ Because the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila, they believe in their wicked creed, which is false, that if anyone enters the hellfire, will never come out. Even if he's from the Muwahideen, even if that person died upon Tawheed, upon Islam, they believe the Khawarij and Mu'tazila, if someone enters the hellfire, will never come out. To them there is no coming out, وَلْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ And where they get this from? And then they will bring you ayat from the Qur'an. Those unclear texts that in the Qur'an that you have to refer them to the ulama of Ahl-Sunnah who they have knowledge of them such as the statement of Allah for example in Surah Al-Muddathir 48 فَمَا تَنْفَعُهُمْ شَفَاعَةُ الشَّافِعِينَ They're like, look, those people who enter the hellfire no intercession of anyone will be of any benefit for them. You see, they said, see, that's the Qur'an. مَا تَنْفَعُهُمْ شَفَاعَةُ الشَّافِعِينَ مِنْ فَلَا تُقْبَلُ عِنْدَهُمْ فِيهِمْ شَفَاعَةً وَلَا يُخْرَجُونَ أَوْ يَخْرُجُونَ مِنَ النَّارِ Meaning to them, they understood this, that these are people that said, whoever entered the hellfire, no one can intercede on their behalf. No intercession is accepted. And therefore, they will not leave the hellfire. Another ayah that they use to support their wicked creed and believe, وَمَا هُمْ بِخَارِجِينَ مِنَ النَّارِ Okay? Because Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 167, and they will not leave the fire. They will not, certain people who enter the hellfire, Allah says, they will not leave the hellfire. They will not come out of the hellfire. Many other ayahs and, uh, and texts that they use. لكن الشيخ says هذه آيات ورد في الكفار الخالصين الكفار الخلص He said these آيات that the khawarij they use these are verses about the disbelievers those who disbelieve in Allah those who don't have no tawheed they're the ones that will not come out of the hellfire they're the one that no intercession of anyone will be of any benefit for them. وَأَمَّا مَنْ شَابَ إِيمَانَهُ بِذُنُوبٍ وَلَوْ بِكَبَائِرُ وَمَاتَ مُسِرًّا عَلَيْهَا فَإِنَّ هَذَا تَحْتَ مَشِيئَةِ اللَّهِ إِنْ شَاءَ عَذَّبَهُ وَإِنْ شَاءَ عَفَى عَنْهُ وَإِنْ عَذَّبَهُ لَا بُدَّ أَنْ يُخْرِجَهُ مِنَ النَّارِ بِسَبَبِ إِيمَانِهِ وَهَذَا مِنْ أَدِلَّةِ فَضْلِ التَّوْحِيدِ 
that are about the, the, the disbelievers, they apply them on the Muslims. They apply them on the Muslims. He says, no. Actually, if a Muslim died upon Tawheed, upon Islam, even though he has tarnished his Iman with the sins and disobedience to Allah, even though those sins are major sins, there are less than shirk. And a person, while they died, they were persistent upon these major sins. That person on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, he's under the will of Allah. This is the aqeedah of Ahlul Sunnah Al-Jama'ah. He's under the will of Allah. If Allah wills, He will punish such a person and then forgive them after that. You see? Then forgive them. And if no, he says, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills, he will punish such person or forgive them, actually. Or forgive them. Hmm? That's the, the, the proper translation. He says, if those who died upon Tawheed, upon Islam, while they were persistent upon sins, even though those sins are major sins, are less than shirk, they die on that, they are under the Mashia of Allah. What it mean? If Allah wants to... For- to punish them, they will be punished. But if Allah wants to forgive them, they are forgiven. And those who are punished, they will not dwell in the fire forever. They will eventually come out of the hellfire because of what? Because of that iman they die upon. Even if it's a small end of that iman. <clears throat> he says, and this is from the Adilla, the highlight, the virtue of Tawheed. Dying upon Tawheed, worshipping none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not committing shirk, not associating partners with him in worship. قال الإمام الصابوني رحمه الله ومن مات والعياذ بالله على الكفر فمرده إلى النار لا ينجو منها ولا يكون لمقامه فيها منتهى. He says, but Imam Sabuni, he says, if a person died, and we seek refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from such things. Someone died upon disbelief, not upon Islam. In that person who died on this, he will be amongst the dwellers of the hellfire. There is no way out for them. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَمَن يَعْصِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَإِنَّ لَهُ نَارَ جَهَنَّمَ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا وَقَالَ ثُمَّ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا يَحْيَا وَغَيْرِهَا مِنَ الْأَدِلَّ الَّتِي وَرَدْ فِي خُلُودِ أَهْلِ النَّارِ if someone die upon disbelief, upon shirk, then that person will be in the hellfire. As Allah says, whoever disobeyed Allah and His Messenger, for them is the fire of hell. They will dwell in it forever. Those who oppose the message of the Prophet, and they die upon kufr, upon disbelief, and shirk, and the like. These are one of the ayahs, amongst many others, that they are upon, they are about those who disbelieve in Allah, out of arrogance, out of this or that, and they didn't, they didn't obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they didn't follow the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent with the messengers, then these people, they will dwell forever in the hellfire of Allah. <coughs> وأما الموحدون الذين يموتون على التوحيد ولو كانت عندهم كبائر وماتوا مصرين عليها 
فإنهم إن لم يغفر الله لهم ابتداء وعذبهم فلا بد أن يخرجهم من النار بفضله وعدله سبحانه وتعالى ويدخلهم الجنة بد موحدون دوز هداية بان توحيد ديداي أبان إسلام أبان إسلامك مانثيسم even if they die upon major sins they die while they were persistent upon these sins if Allah does not forgive them on Yom Al-Qiyamah and allow them to enter Al-Jannah but rather Allah wished to punish them they will come out even those who find themselves in the hellfire and may Allah protect us from the hellfire this is not something that you can take lightly and say, okay, well, even if you end up in a hellfire, okay, well, eventually we're going to be in Jannah. You can't even take a hot shower, man. You can't even drink a hot cup of tea. Not talking about spending some time in a hellfire. That's your place. You can't even put your hand on a hot stove. You know what do to you. What do to your skin. Shut you down. We ask Allah to protect us. But this is the point of Aqeedah. Those who die upon Tawheed and because of their sins, that they were present. That's why, Ikhwan, the importance of making Tawbah to Allah. Those amongst us who are being wronging others, you got to make Tawbah. Because these are things that subject the people to go to the hellfire. If anyone here is undutiful to his parents, you got to stop now. Be nice to your parents. If someone wronging his wife, right now you get to change your mind. If a wife is disobedient to her husband and giving him hard time, then you get to stop now. If someone is upon riba, stop now. Stop. If someone involves in any haram, his job or business, leave it alone now. Why? Because these are the sins that make the people go to the hellfire. Not their colors, not what country you come from. It has nothing to do with that. The sins. So you got to make a decision today. Because that is certain tomorrow is not. Amen. <clears throat> Those who they die upon Tawheed, they eventually enter Al-Jannah, even though they may uh, find themselves in a hellfire, but they will not dwell in it forever, but rather they will find themselves in a Jannah from the Fadl of Allah and His Adl, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, that He will uh, enter them into the Jannah. ولهذا يقول الشيخ ربيع حفظه تعالى نعوذ بالله من الذنوب والمعاصي ونعوذ بالله من النار قال والله ما نريد أن نراها ولا نسمع حسها فنسأل الله أن يحول بيننا وبينها وأن يتوفانا على الإسلام والإيمان شيخ ربيع he conclude the explanation of this point and also this chapter he says we seek refuge with Allah سبحانه وتعالى from our sins and disobedience he said, we seek refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the hellfire. He says, Wallahi, we don't want to see it. We don't want to hear it. He said, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the hellfire. 
to put a barrier between us and between it. Till we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cause us to die upon Islam and upon Iman. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa kathira. We can, uh, the next chapter will be about al-mubasharuna bil-jannah. Those who were given the glad tidings of al-jannah. That's for the next class, inshaAllah. Ta'ala. <coughs>